It was a big donkey. No. No, I refuse to play with an animal that big. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Lavo. Oh, God. Look, I do this for the ones I said I'll never make it. I made it out the hood like I shake and bake it. I'm Bronx born, pops raised, Vegas paid. Gotta make money, uh, that's the only way. I heard they hating, boy, I'm not faced. Yeah, I'm blowing loud. This entire- yeah. What's going on, beautiful people? It's Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. I missed y'all last week. I was in meetings. I'm actually gonna green light the hip hop show that. I want to put together for YouTube and for the people. I think it's going to be dope. Uh, stay tuned for more details. Hey, if you're on iTunes, can you guys give me a review and shoot me some stars? Give me some likes and whatnot. Share it. Uh, if you're on Instagram, share the post, man. Like the post. Hit the link. Check it out. I want to go Get on Anchor and you can leave me a little message and shit. That'd be dope. I appreciate y'all. I heard that YouTube is supposed to be demonetizing you or putting you in a different monetized category if you cuss within the first 30 seconds. I think that's insane. It's scary. Let me see. It's, there's a lot of things going on, but then there's nothing going on. So let's just get all the dark stuff out the way. Uh, rest in peace to Janice Freeman. She was from The Voice. She passed away of a blood clot. She had a couple issues prior to that with uh, lupus or leukemia. I'm fucking that up and I apologize. But um, it came out of nowhere and, you know, God bless her and her family. Luke Perry from Beverly Hills 90210. I think that's what he was on. I'm, I'm, my brain is fucking dumb today, y'all. I can't even lie. So Luke Perry was 52. He had a massive stroke, and, and that was it for him. Um, you know, I, I actually went to the doctor recently because I had a pain in my balls, okay? It scared the fuck out of me. Like, as men, and, and ladies, listen. As men, y'all should tell us, and us as men need to play with our balls more. Feel what the fuck your ball feels like on the inside. I'm not joking, because I've never really done that. And when I had that pain, I started touching and shit, and it all felt like there was lumps. I thought I was going to have cancer or some shit, because I thought it was like a lump on my ball, and it was nothing. It's just literally the, the tube that attaches to the ball. So if you haven't done that, and I'm not talking about sexually, I'm talking about legitimately play with your shit and know what you've got. It was a very scary thing. Luckily, it's just a pool groin. And you want to laugh? When the doctor was like, all right, man, I got to check for her, and you take your pants off. I was like, fuck. All right. I stood up, and I bent over, and he's like, what are you doing? We check from the front. Way too much TV. I really thought that he was going to jam his fingers in my ass, and I was, like, terrified. But as long as he told me it wasn't cancer, my, my, my family suffers from cancer. So that scares the fuck out of me. But... Uh, that was my testicular cancer PSA. Fellas, ladies, tell you, men, play with your balls. This shit is it's, it's scary, man. Same way, y'all got to check for lumps in your breast. My mother has had two breasts. Oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm stupid as shit today, y'all. Uh, mastectomies. Man, well, they, they, they removed her breast twice. Uh, she's a survivor. And a pain in my ass still. Wendy Williams is back. That was good to see. You know, she got to get her shit off. Let her and her man go through their things. They be all right. Um, it's really none of your business at the end of the day. Speaking of men and business and all this shit, that whole Jordan thing, like, I didn't want to speak on it. Like, I lightly touched on it, but I really don't care. Like, that shit, it all seems like it's all for show. 
and I don't mean it as in like Chloe's making it a storyline or whatever. To me, it's more like my bad. I'm adjusting. To me, it's just like that's nobody's business. Like, why are we talking about y'all business? Like, I don't care. Nobody should care. Like, that little girl wasn't the reason why y'all fucking split up. Y'all split up because y'all ain't shit. Y'all don't have a good relationship. But I will say this about it all. When she said that she's a strong person, that's why she didn't hurt herself, that shit pissed me the fuck off. That shit blew my mind. I couldn't believe what I heard her say. What do you mean? Because you a smart person or a strong person. You didn't hurt yourself. Like, don't play with mental illness. Like, why y'all always go there when some shit happens? Jesse did the same shit. And let's not let him off the hook. We on his helmet. We want justice. You could have caused a race war and fucking divided the country even more. You you need to go to jail for what you did. You got people fighting out here for no fucking reason. Y'all some fucking clowns. Cut that shit out. But for Jordan to say that she if she wasn't strong, she would have hurt herself. First off, stop. Stop. The idea that suicide is something that you're going to play with to, to escape out of whatever the fuck happened between y'all, I don't like that. That's corny as fuck. And as a person that suffers from mental illness, I don't find it funny. I don't find it funny. I think it takes a strong person to want to kill themselves and walk around every day and make it work. That's what a strong person is. I think a strong person is the person that feels like they're completely alone when they're in a full crowded room with people speaking to them, but still manage to put on a smile and get out of that zone and come back to it. That's a strong person. You? Bitch, I don't give a fuck who you are, what you did, who the fuck is on the phone FaceTiming you. Go to fuck somewhere with this dumb ass shit and stop fucking on grown ass men. And what the fuck are you doing at 21 out acting like a fucking, you know what? I'm going to raise my daughters better than that. That's all I got to say. There's two type of parents. There's two type of parents out there, especially when it comes to daughters. There's the, oh, baby, it's going to be hard for you out there. And, you know, you got to be very careful out there, parents. You know, the woes me, you're a girl. And then there's parents like me that say, no, nah, they better watch out for you. You're the problem. Not only are you a woman and you're beautiful, but you have your father's attitude, ambition, drive. Energy. I'm with all that shit. My daughters know the game. They get it. So no, they need to be careful for you. Don't worry. Everything that you want will come to you. That's it. None of this woes me shit. Own what the fuck you have done and move on. Please don't keep wasting our fucking time with this. This shit's ridiculous. And don't play with the mental illness thing. I do not have no patience for that type of shit. And it's becoming a thing. It's like mental illness has become a fucking fashionable thing to talk about. Fuck you. All right? Fuck you. This shit doesn't stop. It's not fucking fun. You don't know what the fuck it feels like to be standing there and all of a sudden you have the worst thought ever that people around you are getting hurt. Dying. Dead. Vividly. Imagery that would drive a sane person to kill themselves. My wife leaves the house. It takes me a long time to just be okay with being alone. I'm not good alone. I start thinking the worst. I can't help it. If I thought about if everybody that I cared about was on my mind, I would have a fucking meltdown. People don't get it. When I'm around people that I don't like and I can feel that they don't like me. 
I'll give you a perfect example. So I was at a home watching a fight. It was a friend's house. We were watching a fight or whoever's house it was. I don't want to. I don't want to say whose house it was, but I'm not going to say whose house it wasn't. We were watching the fight, and these people don't like me. I know they don't like me. They can say that they do all they want, but I know what the truth is, and I really don't care. Like it doesn't affect me any that they don't like me. As a matter of fact, I like the fact that they don't like me because when I'm more, well, when I'm, what am I trying to say here? Knowing that they don't like me, it's more gratifying when I'm successful at what I'm doing because I know they wish downfall. They don't want to see me succeed. And it's awesome. Awesome. And you wouldn't believe how close we are. So with that being said, we're watching the fight. And I hear somebody say, who's he going for? Let's go for the other guy. And in all reality, I didn't have a dog in the fight, per se. Uh, I actually thought both fighters were very good fighters. And the fight was really pretty close. It almost came out to a draw. So with that being said, as a sports fan, sports fans will understand, especially as a fight fan. You know, it's not necessarily that I have a favorite. I just want to see a good fight. That was a good fight. But I can hear you, and I'm when I'm, you know, I'm reactionary because I'm watching a fight. So when I'm jumping back, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm reacting toward a fight, and I see you mocking me and making fun of me. I'm not a nine year old baby. I'm not a ten year old baby. I, I could defend myself fully, and if you had the balls, you would say something, but you don't. And that's fine. You could do all that, but it bothers me. Because in the moment, I'd like to get up and pick up the fucking coffee table and just bang it off your fucking head. But I don't. Because I'm strong. In the moment, I'm hurt. Why don't you like me? What did I ever do to you? Do my jokes offend you that bad? Do my jokes offend you? That for years you're going to continue to have this hate towards me. When if you really hated me, you'd just kill me. There's no other way to get rid of me. Just kill me. I kill people all the time in my head. And that doesn't mean you kill them uh, physically. People die all the time. Understand what I'm saying? I stopped talking to you. You're dead. When somebody's dead, you can't talk to them. You don't think about them. You don't worry about them. You have to remember only the good times. People die all the time, B. That's facts. So kill me if you hate me. But don't ridicule me and don't try to, like, talk to me and act like like you can speak down on me because you've done something that I haven't. I've actually done everything you've done and better. And with the circumstances that I've gone through and been able to accomplish what I accomplish, it's pretty fucking amazing. And with that being said, I was bummed out for like a week off of that. These two weak fucking disgusting animals. They've been dead for a long time. I don't look for them. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care. You're done. Like, I just don't give a shit. You're not bringing nothing to my life. You're not taking anything from my life because the colors in my rainbow got to stay bright. That's a quote that I kind of flipped because it's like, don't let nobody steal your the color out of your rainbows. But that's real. That's real. That shit sucks, man. That's what happens when you have anxiety and you suffer from mental illness. Your body gets drained, man. The vibes, you can really feel them. Like, that shit fucking works you and you just don't understand why. Uh, it's tax time. And I know 
I've been radio personalities in hip hop. I think gotta be probably stupider than fucking late night shock jocks. A lot of those late night shock jocks are really smart. I'm trying to figure out how to compare them. Really, they're just fucking dumb. They don't know what they're talking about, but they want to throw in their two cents and make people look stupid. Like everybody's like, "Oh, I can't believe we getting less on our taxes." I really am a firm believer of we need to teach things in school that are going to apply to every day. So there should be a whole class called tax and income tax and payroll tax and all these taxes that you have to pay so that you understand them. Not social studies. This is math class. This is real life class. The tax cuts that uh, occurred under Trump give you more money per week. If you understand how your taxes work, when you get your paycheck, you open it up. Depending if you live in a state that's taxed or not taxed, you will have certain deductions. A FICA, medical, uh, bingo. I don't do my payroll. I have somebody for that. Uh, FICA, medical, came up and we had the payroll tax. There's a, there's a few. Uh, yo, I'm telling you, today, I, my brain is fucked. Fucked. <sighs> so you pay taxes. Under the tax cut, now you pay less taxes, so you get more money per week. The money that you pay in taxes goes to the government almost like a loan, and they use it to do things with, and then they flip it and give you some of it back. When the government holds that money from you, because they hold that money, they'll hold those 20 a week, and that shit adds up to a couple thousand, right? They'll hold that shit, and they don't give you no interest on it. You see, because when they use that money, they make money with it, which profits, which, I mean, it's fair, whatever, it works. And if you know how to work it right, you pay your fair share and you move on. Now, if you're getting less, that means you made more in your pocket this year. And I know you don't feel it because it's very subtle. You could have went up maybe $40. Now, 40 per paycheck if you're getting four a week. That's $160 a month. You see, you see, 160 per month. Now you're making some headway. Break that down to say, shit. You're going to be making $2,000 more a year. I think that was what the math was that the government gave us. <clears throat> so instead of receiving that as a lump sum during tax season, you just get spread out. You should look forward to not getting anything during tax season. You should look forward to being able to say that you donated X amount of dollars this year to avoid certain penalties and, and paying extremely high taxes uh, I had a conversation with with some people this weekend and it, it, it it's hard to talk to people about money when they don't make it yet and especially med students like that kind of scared me because there's a few flags and we're gonna get to that really nice people but we will get to the flags um let's finish up the tax thing so this year you might see less in taxes as you should because you're receiving more in your pocket. As you receive more, you spend more. That makes this economy grow the way it's been growing. And actually when there's tax cuts, the government makes more money and they're able to take care of more things if it's allocated right. We're in a good position. Put it like that. I'm pretty happy where we are and I'm actually... Looking forward to what happens during this next election because it's going to be interesting. Besides interesting, it, it, I'm trying to find Leg's name from Detroit. Someone's dog is barking. 
We're remote. I've been practicing this whole remote thing. <clears throat> anyway, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. As long as things keep moving the way they're moving, we get more jobs and we get things going. <sighs> Taxes will build, 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 build to get us out of debt. But what you would like to see, what honestly what we would like to see is that with that money, our schools get better. With that money, our roads get better. With that money, and that's what we're, we're getting there. We're working on that. So there's a lot of tax deductions that are off the books that um, those deductions were for certain people in certain places. And um, there's a lot of deductions that they've gotten rid of because they're just unnecessary. There's too many loopholes. And when you want to say fair share, if we had a flat tax, because it's not even flat. So when somebody says fair and here's fair, because the conversation that I was having, she said that rich people that make tens of millions don't pay their fair share. If it was a flat tax and we all pay 10 percent, I'm just trying to give easy numbers. I said, and you make one hundred dollars a year, you would pay ten dollars. Right now. If I was that rich millionaire and I made $1 million and I paid 10%, that's $100,000. Is that not fair? She said no. That's the problem. Then what's fair? Just because I made more doesn't mean I should pay obscenely more. And they do. Because it's 15 or 17. 15, 15 to 17. Gotta make me dig up paperwork. Y'all know how to do research. So we're already paying more. So if we said fair, if you're paying 10, then I should pay 10. But you said that's not fair. So I got to pay more. So now I'm paying 17 and you still pay 10. But to you, that's still not fair. Enough is never enough. I love to bring up Sweden. Sweden's a weird place. It's like kind of socialist, but it isn't. And we have programs that are socialist. We just don't call them that. But there's a lot of government programs that we have that honestly, they're, they're socialist programs. And I mean, we have made them welfare and we do it differently. And, and I mean, it works when done right. Right now, it's completely broken. But when done right, the shit works. You know, it gets people out of out of the bind and they move forward. Um, Sweden is, is interesting. And when I bring up Sweden, people that don't know uh, from what they've heard, they go, oh, yeah, well, that's a socialist place. But the shit is y'all want socialism here. Especially when when I hear AOC say that when you make 10 million and uh how much is too much or how much money do you really need? Uh, it's none of your fucking business how much money I fucking need. But you're telling me that after I make $10 million, every dollar after that's going to be taxed 70 cents? Bitch, fucking jump off a fucking bridge. Are you fucking kidding me? What? It's none of your business how much money I make. Watch the documentary on Netflix about the economics and all that shit with the little short guy from Berkeley. And there's a pillow guy in there. He's a fucking billionaire. He makes fucking pillows in some shitty factory in L.A., right? And he says, well, there's only one of me. I have, like, thousands of employees, but they can't spend as much as me. You see, I can only have so many sports cars. What's the point of buying them? Fucking billionaire prick that's paying these people pennies on the fucking hour and goes, woes me, the economy isn't right. There is no law... That says you can't pay people more, fucktard. You gotta be fucking kidding me, yo. There's no law that stops you from paying more. You wanna get rid of that money? How about you upgrade that fucking factory? His factory looks shitty. He didn't say he was gonna do that. His people look hungry. His people look unhealthy. If I had that much money, honestly, and I didn't need to grow my operations, I could still make enough money to be 
in a good position, everybody that worked for me would be healthy, happy, and living well, period. I own furniture stores. If you don't have a bed, you will by the end of the day. That is my duty to make sure you're okay. I'm your boss. Yes, I'm in a very blessed position. But these blessings give me money. I think I said that wrong. We all have natural talents and we all got to capitalize on our natural talents. Just because you work for somebody doesn't mean that you can't live a great life. And just because you're a boss doesn't mean you're better than no one. But you cannot complain about equality and how people aren't being taken care of when you're a multi-billionaire and you're not paying them anymore. Why don't you pay for a doctor to come and check everybody out? Everybody looked very unhealthy in that factory. How about you give them extra days off? Seems like you're doing so well. Slow it down. And it's not my place to talk about your business or what you do at your business unless you hire me to consult you. And that will come at a rate of $300 an hour. Klavo.com. That's capitalism. See that? Marketing. Don't come give me that woes me bullshit when you got all this fucking money that you can't use and it's just stacking up and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to do. Just give it away, dog. Give it the fuck away. There is no law that says you can't give it away. Same conversation. I say I'm against minimum wage. I think minimum wage is garbage. You cannot compare minimum wage. Like, that's crazy. You should get paid for what you do. And it's hard when it comes to certain things that honestly don't deem much money for what you're doing that a child could do. And there's there's laws that state, you know, children at a certain age can work. Teenagers, you know, 15 and up can get jobs at places like McDonald's, at places like Domino's Pizza, at places like Vaughn Smith's, things of this nature, doing simple jobs. But it gives them structure. It teaches them. And those jobs do not deem five hundred dollars a week because you say so. That's the catch. That's why I'm against minimum wage, because when I hire you, if I have to pay you minimum wage, I am five hundred and sixty dollars out of pocket already. And I don't know if you can fucking produce. Let's talk fair. You want to talk fair? Let's talk fair. I don't have to argue with you, but that's not fair. If my brain has given me the capacity to do what I do to make the money that I make. Why should I share with the person that doesn't have a single idea? How about I provide a job for that person like many other capitalists have? Because that's the true trickle down effect, right? We take our money. We build businesses. Those businesses pay the people below them. Those people spend money. That money gets spent in the community and builds up the community. It's kind of like an ecosystem of money. The free market, it's a beautiful thing. There's a reason why people keep running to this fucking country. Huge reason. I knew there was an issue and they weren't too bright when they said that they were supposed to be going to Red Rock and they weren't prepared for what Red Rock canyon was which is a very uh it's a desert it's pretty dangerous the government was closed when they were looking up information but you could have googled it like it's scary and then knowing that you were med students really broke my brain i didn't know that med students couldn't get jobs when they were in medical school that's that was interesting i don't know how i feel about that um we got to stop teaching kids like fucking algebra and geometry and push them to learn this shit if we're not going to use it in day-to-day life. If it wasn't for being an interior designer, I would never use geometry. I used A squared plus B squared equals C squared during construction for slope. Uh, area, like pi R squared, 
And I use that for, to figure out a table size, I believe. But that's pretty much it. We need to teach people about their taxes and how they all work. I can't stand when these radio personalities and these other show hosts want to spin things to make them look as ugly as they can. When there's like, honestly, it's like all you do, you're causing outrage. I feel like it's my duty to bring you guys facts. Again, I love Sway. I always refer to Sway. Why? Because I listen to Sway every fucking morning like 30 million other people do. Okay. But when I hear Mike Muse get on there and spew his lies, it's like, dog, Trump spoke for two hours of the day and it was a really good speech. Let's get some facts out there. Trump isn't really a Republican. He's a conservative. The Republican Party has been trashed for many years. Same as the Democratic Party. And if we want to talk about turmoil, the Democratic Party looks fucking crazy. They're literally trying to out-crazy each other. If you thought Bernie Sanders was a fucking nut, listen to these morons now. I smoked weed while listening to Tupac back in 76. Yeah, I bet. Bet you had a fucking time machine too, you dummy. Don't you see what you're doing? Don't you see what they're doing to us? Just for you, just to feel good inside to say, fuck Trump, you're going to just lie. Bro, Trump spoke for two hours and the crowd was going crazy. Like, it was a very fucking good speech. I think one of his best ones yet. Look, it blows my fucking brain, too, that Donald Trump is the one that's talking to Kim Jong-un about fucking denuclearizing. And then I hear my muse say, oh, he didn't get the job done. He didn't this. He didn't that. And he tries to cop a plea for all the other presidents. But in reality, nobody's even gotten this far with North Korea. And that's facts. You can look this shit up. Say what you want to say. It's not a failure. And nothing has happened. We're still negotiating. It's funny how you make that seem like it's a bad thing. The same people that say we all need to be one. Well, just because Kim Jong-un is such a bad person don't mean we can't work with him and fucking take care of things. So tell people the truth. What's going on now is negotiations. This has happened before. Under Reagan. That was the last president that spoke to North. uh, I'm telling you my brain today, y'all. North Korea. You can Google it. But because most people that listen to the morning shows and most people that are driving to work really don't got time for politics. They're listening to the fucking radio, getting the news from a hip hop show. So for you to make it saucy and spicy, you're just going to spread lies. He's saying that the party's turning on him. That's not true, man. The issue with a lot of Republicans is the same issue with a lot of Democrats. These people been in there too long and he, he spoke on that. How about we talk about that? They've been in there too long. They're not getting their jobs done. They're just pissed off that some random guy came in and got the the best seat in the house. Tell them the truth. Somebody asked about the investigation. You didn't have any real information. And if you, I'm talking about Mike Muse from from Swain and Morning. I'm sorry if I'm ranting on. But you can't sit there and keep telling these people that he's doing all this bad shit. His attorney, the one that got that's going to jail for lying to Congress, isn't going to jail for lying to Congress because of Donald Trump. He's going to jail because he lied to Congress on his own accord. Swore under oath. You're going to believe what he's saying? He's just an attorney. Shut the fuck up. So he's the gospel because he's against Trump. That's corny. The investigation has proved nothing. That's why we're not speaking on the investigation anymore. Look it up. They stopped talking about the Russia collusion because there's nothing there. It was two years of nothing. Wasted all our money. You should be outraged at that. How the fuck are you not pissed off about that? Hundreds of millions of dollars wasted on a phony fucking investigation. Talk about that, bro. 
a dude called in and was like, I can't believe this man keeps stealing from us with this national emergency trying to get this money. And then Mike Mills himself said that, yeah, that the Republicans are turning on him and they don't even, uh, what did he say? I, want, I don't want to, I don't want to say it wrong. But basically, he was saying that even the Republicans are turning on him and saying that he cannot use a national security to fund the border wall. Well, I got some facts. I got some facts. So since Obama was the gospel to to Mike Muse, he actually worked under him. He helped the campaign for him. Obama had 13 national emergencies. Donald Trump has only had three. Although it seems crazy. Yeah, he's really just handling shit. So he can declare a national emergency to get this taken care of. Stop lying to the people. That shit's got to stop. Got to stop lying to the fucking people. What's the point? These people that aren't necessarily engaged in politics this way, you say these things, and then they believe you because they think that you're the one that really is giving them proper information. It is a national security issue. It is. And if he needs the funding, that is the proper way for him to do it. How about you talk about how many Democrats are actually voting for the things that he's bringing to the table? The Democratic Party is falling apart. The Republican Party, look, they're just washed up and old. Things are changing. It's a changing of the guard right now. And Donald Trump isn't the head of that. I know it's crazy, but it's the truth. Why did Obama have so many national emergencies? Why did Obama sign in so many things that he knew was wrong, including DACA? Oh, and that great health plan that we had. So what's fair? Fair is you tax me because I'm not using your stupid health plan? What? That's not even socialism. That's communism. Fuck you mean? So you're going to tax me because I make more money and I got to pay to use this insurance program when I was using my money to get my own insurance? That's not the American way. That's not the American dream. And it is not our duty as a society to pick up those who do not want to produce. You see, this works like a honeycomb. We all work and build this together. We have a lot of beans that are sitting on a fucking ass. I cannot live in New York City with 400,000 people on housing. No rent housing. 400,000 people. There's jobs that are in need all over the country. Instead of paying their rent, how about we pay for a fucking ticket to go get a new job and start them up in a place? How about instead of giving them food stamps, we give them those options and opportunities to make more money? Intelligence is an issue. Fine. Well, then we got to reinvest in our people. And that's why I like to bring up Sweden, because I feel like Sweden does a great job investing in their people. Are they doing it the right way? I don't know. But. They do make really good products, and their people are very, very smart. I mean, it statistically shows that it's true. It's just they, they, they pump them out, bro. They reinvest. We don't reinvest in our people. We coddle our people, and then we threaten them and tell them that if they make more money at work, we're going to take their stamps. The young lady caught an attitude when I said that. Isn't that how it's supposed to work? Little did they know there's terms to stamps and welfare. And those have been abused for many, many years. But food stamps is supposed to be a crutch to get you back upright, not it, 
it's not a permanent credit card where you can just swipe and go. There's these fucking programs, man. They brainwash you and they make you fear being independent and, and, and really making your own money. Um, I really wish they pay for schooling and maybe encourage people to do things like that. Make it less uncomfortable. Maybe put people in charge that were teachers and really cared about you and want to see you off the programs. If we lived in a society where we cared about one another, then when you would get to a welfare office or you got to a, a caseworker, you had a real caseworker that was really there to help you. What's the issue? Why aren't you making money? Let's go over what you spend your money on. Excuse me. Let's go over what you spend your money on and get you on track. They need to damn near be a life coach. And those people need to be paid well. But right now, every time you walk into these offices, they're, they're, they're fucking horrible. Dingy lighting, upset people. They don't want to help you. They're not even happy doing what they're doing. How How is this? It, it's like asking financial advice from someone that's poor. It's like asking a fat person a workout. It's just an oxymoron. How are these people supposed to help us when they're barely living themselves? How come nobody ever looks at that? How about we stop food stamps and we create life coaches that help these people make more money and get their shit right? Not everybody's supposed to have the new iPhone. I bought AirPods the other day because my son broke my Beats. Uh, I like the power Beats on the cable. like It works for me. I feel like it's rude to have something in your ear when somebody's speaking to you. So I fucking went out and I finally bought the damn AirPods. Everybody and their fucking mom got AirPods right now. It's tax time. I see it. I ain't mad at y'all. But it embarrasses me. I don't like showing my money. I get embarrassed. I don't like driving around in my nice cars. I really don't. Like, I enjoy them for me. But when people start looking at me and, like, they... It's, I don't know. I just don't like that type of attention. Never have. I don't do things for attention. And when I do do things for attention, that's, you know, music. That's this. You know, I expect it. But like, just walk into the store. All this, all this zest in the air for what? Who sprink, Who uh, hit them with the lemon spritz? What's going on? I don't want to wear my shits. I don't need people judging me. Like, I don't give a fuck, but I just don't want I don't need to be looked at because I'm wearing those stupid AirPods. That took me off the whole thing. I'm sorry. <sighs> but when you talk fair, it's hard to have a conversation about money or a conversation about a job with someone who's never worked. And I think we have a lot of that going on. You know, it's only five people that are mad, but they're really loud and annoying. So we just bend over and just say, shut the fuck up. Just take it, man. Whatever. It doesn't mean that it's right. You're not right. Your feelings will never just fucking completely demolish facts. Like, that's not a thing. If the issue is that you need more money, well, we need to find you a better job and work out your budgeting. And when you get more money, then you can get the new iPhone. That's what it was about the iPhones and the AirPods. Like, it, you should you should have, you know, be caught up on everything. You should be saving. You should be this. You should be that. Before you had an iPhone, AirPods, Apple Watch, any of that. Why? Because it's responsible. But instead of being responsible, you'd rather go get stamps. And when you make a little extra money instead of saving it, you're going to go buy the new phone. 
and be in debt to this fucking phone that's not really doing shit for you. It may for some people, but for most people, it ain't. I saw a chick walking through the store right now for almost half an hour, and her mouth ain't moved one time, but she had her iPhone max to her face. Didn't move her mouth one time, bro. Wasn't talking to nobody. You see what I'm talking about? Do I think people need help? Do I think times get hard? Yes. Fuck yes. I've been there. I know the struggle. I know that I come from nothing. I want to help my people as best I can. But the only way that I can help my people is by teaching. And when we have these institutions that would rather push their political bullshit and all their fucking equal outcome bullshit and ruin these kids' minds. And, you know, you know why they don't teach economics? You really want to know why? Because economics brings competition because that's what the free market's about, competition. We can all sell water. It's about who markets it the best, who bottles it the best, who delivers it the best. Competition. That's why America's so great because we compete. They've taken that out of schools. They, they, they want everything with this fucking soft, mushy, bro, that's not the world. We live in a dangerous world. We need to be prepared. Yes, you can get help. But we need to solve the problem. You have a spending problem. You have a I don't have enough money problem. You see, once you make enough money, then you can do that. At the moment, you're not there. That's what you need to say. You want fair, then that's fair. Because that's what people with money do. You see, you sit down and you make a decision. Last year in March... I told my kids I was going to get them iPhone 10s. So I'm going to get you iPhone 10s. Y'all been real good. It was a good school year. I said, but it's got to be in February. Because I need to save up for it. iPhone 10 is a $800 phone. I left AT&T the other day with two iPhone Max S's, two 10s, and a, a plus with the button on it. Cash. I saved since last March. Am I broke today because of it? Not at all. I actually got more money than I thought I'd have because I actually got a great deal for buying so many devices. You see, instead of jumping out the window and going into debt just to look cool, I waited. I enjoy what's mine. Because guess what? No matter what happens, when I get mine, is that's when I have fun with it. I don't give a fuck how long you've had it. I don't care how long it's been out. It's mine. It's cash. I can do whatever the fuck I want with it. You can't. You're broke. That's what I call fair. Pay some bills. I don't like having conversations about economics without people that don't pay bills. I want you to pay bills. I want you to know what it's like to miss a bill. I want you to know what it's like to go into collections. I want you to know what it's like to have your power cut and you run, make up the money, get down to the power company and cut that bitch back on the same day. I want you to get your gas cut and get it cut on the same day. You got to go through this once or twice to figure out where the fuck you fucked up. Don't talk to me about fair. Fair is working hard and enjoying what the fuck you've done. And with that, live in the moment.